This is the Podlight, a collaboration between Silicon Valley Synergy and the San Jose Spotlight. I'm your host, Bob Stedler. We have a great show today. We'll be talking about downtown San Jose. A little primer for the who's who of downtown, how we got there, and who's doing what. We're going to start with one of the most prolific developers in downtown San Jose, the granddaddy of them all, Lou Wolf. Lou Wolf kicked off downtown with Park Center Plaza back in 1970, and he went strong and built the Fairmont Hotel, which became the iconic postcard project of downtown San Jose, and of course went on to the small organizations of the San Jose Earthquakes and the uh, Oakland Athletics. And I'm joined here today with Janice Bitter, senior reporter for San Jose Spotlight. Janice, welcome. Thanks for having me, Bob. So Lou Wolf, what are your thoughts on Lou? I mean, I think you said it well when you said that he was the granddaddy of them all. I mean, he is definitely a person who believed in San Jose before San Jose had a success story. I mean, he he thought that it was going to take off much sooner than it did. This is something he's told me in a past interview. But he used to walk around with 45s, you know, around the Bay Area uh, with that song, Do You Know the Way to San Jose? And he would hand them out because he wanted to get publicity to the South Bay and specifically to San Jose. He ended up building the Fairmont, like you said. He also um, helped to build what is now City View Plaza, owned by a company called J. Paul. But we'll get to them later. And he, we thought that he was exiting the market when he sold the the Fairmont, I think in January of 2018. But he just recently bought some land in downtown San Jose where a hotel is about to rise. So he's definitely not done. He's been around for a long time and he's not done. Yeah, and I think he's, his prolific fundraising of getting financing for projects is really what separates him from other people. He's his own brand. And when people know a Lou Wolf project is going to be done well, it's going to be done on time. And I think that's really impressive. Another major player in downtown San Jose that has probably the least amount of history in downtown is Urban Catalyst. Urban Catalyst was founded in 2018 and they were formed 2017 Tax Cuts and Job Act legislation, creating opportunity zones. Downtown San Jose is one of the largest opportunity zones in the state, and a lot of interest has been put together by people all over, all over the country. It's led by Josh Bros and Eric Hayden, and they have been very active in downtown. Yeah, when I've talked to um, Josh Burroughs and Eric Hayden, uh, they tell me that they believe that downtown San Jose is the best real estate in the state. You know, I mean, they are really bullish and they specifically have come together to eye up opportunity zone land. Like you said, that's land that's been set aside by the federal government as sort of being underdeveloped and potentially in a disadvantaged community. And you get special tax breaks for buying up land and improving it to a certain degree. So that's, they're all in on downtown San Jose and they're all in on these opportunity zones. And downtown San Jose, you're right, has has the biggest opportunity zone probably, I mean, anywhere in California, but the South Bay, there's like almost none. <laughs> so. Right, and I, I think the opportunity zone uh, has kind of created a special stimulus to downtown, even though it might not have necessarily needed it. But I think when you look at the dollar per square foot for Bowtown, Mm-hmm. And, you know, with you have with Valley Title, I think it kind of shows 
the value of what those funds are and you know people avoiding taxes is nothing new so no we'll it's, see more and more of that it's not and they've got several deals that they've they've picked it up they've picked up land they have they're making renderings they seem to be pushing forward quickly but we haven't seen anything break ground yet so yeah. stay tuned on urban catalyst it'll be very exciting And the next group we're going to talk about is somebody who has broken ground in downtown San Jose, probably one of the most prolific family developing organizations in California is the Sobrato organization. Sobrato family has played a dynamic role in the emergence and growth of Silicon Valley for nearly 70 years. Just reading that from their website. Um, you know, John A. and John Michael Sobrato have been a force of nature in Silicon Valley. And, you know, when you look at the Oracle building right off 280 and when it had that Super Bowl sign on there, I mean, that just, it's in your face. It's a Brado, you know who it is. And you look at everything they've done from the Apple campus in the past to today. I mean, they are still going to go strong. You're absolutely right. You know, they were kind of one of those original like Silicon Valley developer families that built Silicon Valley as we know it today. But what kind of makes them stand out is that they not only help build Silicon Valley as we know it today, but they're also evolving with Silicon Valley. They're not, you know, they're not going anywhere. They're as active as ever. They, they built Infinite Loop, you know, they, they acquired that land and, and put that deal together, which was very complex. And now they're in downtown San Jose. They seem to be kind of ramping up activity. Yeah, I think there are three sites they have downtown is just kind of custom Sobrato, you know, urban environment type projects that's really going to excel. You look at their Block 8 project on the corner of Market and San Carlos, you know, the Sky Gardens. Right. I mean, who had ever come up with sky gardens before like that? And that design makes it look like multiple buildings. And it's going to be very exciting to see that come out of the ground. Oh, it absolutely will. And I love we're going to talk more about them a different time, I know. But I really love the way that they are trying to look at these plots of land in downtown San Jose that they own in you know close proximity to one another and see if there's a way that they can daisy chain them as a campus, because that's really what a lot of companies are looking for in Silicon Valley right now. And Sobrato is responding to that. So that's more of what I was talking about before, about how they built the the campuses of the past, which mm-hmm. are, you know, small square buildings surrounded by parking. That's what people wanted. And now they're also evolving to urban campuses that are kind of daisy chained together in downtowns. And I think it's one of those developers that kind of kind of vouched for downtown that brought other developers to be interested in downtown. And I think the biggest splash, you know, sans Google in downtown is the J Paul company. And you look at the J Paul company, it's a privately held opportunity driven real estate firm based out of San Francisco. And when they step into something, they do it big. You look at their Fremont street project in San Francisco. You look at their Moffat park project. They don't just change environments, they change real estate markets. I think that's a great way to put it. When Jay Paul comes in, the the biggest way <laughs> to define like a Jay Paul deal is that it happens quickly and de- decisively. They don't land bank, they don't sit on things forever. When Jay Paul comes into a market, oftentimes there's not even that much time for rumors to start to spread because he acts fast. And then he doesn't sit on that before, you know, 
they they purchased City View Plaza in downtown San Jose, which is, you know, kind of the heart of downtown San Jose. It's the middle of, of San Jose. Lou Wolf built it back in the 70s. And they bought this 600,000 square foot campus for $283.5 million. Rumors barely had a chance to get moving before, before Jay Paul, the man and the company, <laughs> closed on it. And then earlier this year, we saw renderings. That's very fast in the development world. And that's Jay Paul's calling card. I think in other than Google, I think Jay Paul is going to be changing the urban fabric of downtown at such a large scale. When you, you take down 600,000 plus square feet to put 3.7 million square feet plus. And then across the street, they purchased 200 Park, where they want to do another million square feet. And across the street, and kind of kitty corner to that, I mean, all in sort of the same block area, they um, purchased probably the the most class A interesting building in San Jose called 50 West. And then they own other things. We know that they have interest in other buildings. They have another building elsewhere in downtown, and we know that they've expressed interest in buildings that they haven't purchased in the past. But yeah. We know that they want more. Yeah, and it'll be exciting to see kind of more and more what they do. And the next person we're going to kind of cover here is Gary Dillabo, um, force of nature of one. Um, you know, he's kind of like the Pac-Man of downtown San Jose. He's the new land baron of downtown and coming in, buying interesting buildings, renovating them and having a vision for what downtown could be. That's true. When I've spoken to Gary in the past and I asked him, you know, how do all these buildings that you're buying up connect? Because they're in different parts of downtown. Yes, they're all in downtown, but they are in distinct neighborhoods. And he told me that his idea was what if he could buy up a building Imagine something crazy, something really innovative, and sort of set a standard for what could rise all around it, then he felt like it would sort of be a rising tides lift all ships type of thing where sure it'd benefit him because if the neighborhood around his building becomes better, then his land values increase. But that was his goal is to basically go create a landmark in every neighborhood that's responsive to what that neighborhood is, what what that neighborhood wants and sort of what its identity is. And I think that's a really cool idea. And of course, we know that he's working with WeWork on some of those projects. We don't know the depth of that. We don't know what the end result will be, but he's definitely come in and purchased a lot of properties that are very fascinating. Yeah. I mean, that's why I kind of described him as Pac-Man because he just goes down the street and buys and kind of chomping on properties that you wouldn't normally think he would, but he does have a pattern. And I do think there's a method of madness and I'm really excited for what he's going to do for downtown San Jose. Another firm that's really come into downtown or the greater downtown area is a longtime San Francisco uh, prolific developer named TMG Partners. Um, they've been headquartered in San Francisco for decades. They're a privately held full service development company. You know, they're prolific as far as how to do projects, get financing together. Sometimes they're the fee developer. And, you know, when they came in and bought the, what's sometimes known as the active property, on Julian and uh, Autumn Parkway, you know, people thought, well, they're just kicking, kicking around dirt, but they're under construction, you know, demolition and construction of almost a million square feet. And, you know, that's interesting. One thing to know about downtown San Jose is that 
office buildings have not risen for like the last decade. So now we are seeing, for instance, Adobe recently broke ground. That was a big milestone, but that's not a spec building. TMG is breaking ground on the first spec building, meaning they don't have a tenant in tow. And that is a huge, huge show of confidence for downtown San Jose for any developer to do. Um, And it is about a million square feet. It's a really interesting design. One thing that I find fascinating about TMG is that I do think they're fairly visionary. I mean, there was a time when San Francisco was not known for having its tech company, having tech companies up there. Now I feel like some people around the country don't even realize that San Francisco and Silicon Valley are separate places uh, because tech is just all across the Bay Area. But TMG was one of the first developing developer companies that went up to San Francisco and kind of took that if we build it, they will come approach for tech. And now look, I mean, they were right. If if we look at that history, then we know that TMG has has a past, has has a history of being very visionary. So another San Francisco developer that's partnered with TMG um, quite often is Boston Properties. And Boston Properties is a self-administered and self-managed real estate investment trust. They're a REIT. And, you know, they're one of the largest owners of Class A office buildings in the United States. And they've owned a property in downtown for a long time. That's right. But now they're finally acting on that ownership, which, again, is another great um, signal that there's renewed optimism, renewed um, enthusiasm about downtown San Jose. Um, but they partnered with TMG on that million square feet. They, they came in and they bought, you know, a, a stake in that project. Uh, then they went to their shareholders and they said, hey, guys, we're super enthusiastic. We have a lot of confidence in downtown San Jose. So get ready for more. And around that same time, they submitted a proposal for a, you know, a plot of land that they had owned for Bob, you probably know better how long they'd owned it decades. How do you remember when they bought that? Yeah, it was decades. It was somewhere in the 90s. And, and, you know, the, their basis is quite low. Yeah, exactly. And so they purchased it and they never did anything with that land for decades. Even though they had approvals to build, they just never moved forward with anything. And then they came out with a new, beautiful set of renderings and told their stakeholders that they had a lot of confidence in downtown San Jose. So it'll be very interesting to see, you know, whether Boston Properties moves forward with that plot of land. They're calling the South Almaden Towers. Um, And if they buy up anything new. Yeah, no, I completely agree. It'll be exciting to see what they do there. I mean, downtown San Jose has roughly almost 20 million square feet in the pipeline. And it'll be interesting to see what happens and we'll see who gets out of the ground next. Well, this has been The Podlight, a collaboration between Silicon Valley Synergy and the San Jose Spotlight. I'm Bob Stedler. I'm Janice Bitters. We'll see you in a couple weeks.